Hey, you guys, happy Tuesday. Okay, today's episode is a little bit different. I'm actually sharing with you a recording of a free masterclass that I co-hosted all about intermittent fasting. My partner in crime and I, Justine Clark, the two of us run a private community on Facebook for people that are doing intermittent fasting. This is where we support you, keep you accountable, but also actually teach you how to start intermittent fasting the right way and also really dial in to figuring out what your weight loss accelerating foods are. So that's what happens inside our community. And last week we decided to do a free masterclass sharing with you the three simple steps to getting started with intermittent fasting for weight loss. So it was incredible, over 160 women registered for this class. And then of course, a whole bunch of them joined our community afterwards, which has been awesome. But I wanted you to have this information as well. The episode I did with my Aunt Carol a couple weeks ago sharing our stories and how I got restarted with intermittent fasting because I watched her have so much success with it has been such an awesome episode. You guys have been loving it. So I wanted to dig in a little bit deeper with you. I wanted to to share with you this masterclass because I talked a lot about my journey and why I feel like such an idiot that I did not research more about my body and what was going going on inside my body. And now that I've started to use fasting as a tool Everything has changed about my weight loss, about my energy levels, my inflammation and bloating, and just how I feel on a whole. So I hope you enjoy this. This episode's a little bit longer than I usually would go. I hope you really love getting to know my my co-host, co-founder of the Fit and Fast Life community, Justine. She shares her story as well. And what I love is we have totally opposite stories. Justine's younger than me, so she's not going through the same things as I am right now with sort of perimenopause and all that kind of stuff. So you kind of get a glimpse into someone that's a little bit younger, living a whole different life, dealing with different things in their body and how intermittent fasting is working for her as well. So take this, take this information. I hope it helps you get started with your own journey and know that we are always here for you and would love to help you, would love to help you make this as simple and as successful as possible. Enjoy. Welcome to the Michelle File Show and I'm Michelle founder of the Contagious Community for Women in Online Business. Once upon a time, I owned a top 100 Aveda salon and spa, but that all changed when I found health and wellness and lost 80 pounds. This helped me discover a path leading to a career in network marketing. Now a three-time elite network marketing leader and business coach who still feels the rush of stepping outside her comfort zone every single day. Each week, I hope to bring you a thought or guest that will help ignite your mindset, elevate your income, and bring strategies to create clarity around balancing your family life, health, and your business. Ladies, it's time to stop letting fear stand in our way of a life full of passion, purpose, and ultimately true happiness. Get ready to ignite your soul and unapologetically blow up your life. Are you with me? Let's go. 
Okay, so first of all, my name is Michelle File, if you do not know me, and I am so excited to do this masterclass. Last year, I started thinking about intermittent fasting again, and I was really, really super resistant to it because I had tried intermittent fasting about seven years ago and failed miserably. In fact, I gained weight. So I thought it was probably all the things that you've heard about it. I thought it was just like glorified starvation. I thought it was really, really, really hard. And I didn't know why anyone would do it. And then my aunt, who I absolutely love and adore and trust so much, told me she was going to do intermittent fasting. And I was like, oh, like heck to the no, like get away from me. Don't try and talk me into that. I'm not doing another thing. And that's really how I felt. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm struggling so much right now as it is. I just can't try another thing. I am so done. I'm done measuring. I'm done worrying about this. I'm just done. I'm just going to be fine this way. Except I wasn't feeling fine. Like I was feeling fluffy. I was like, I thought, oh my gosh, like at 46, is this actually it? Like, is this, is this when the turnaround happens? Like you just stop caring and you wear jogging pants everywhere. Like, I just couldn't believe that I was just going to start like going downhill. And then COVID happened. So I didn't see, physically see my aunt for about three months and in this time, of course, we chatted all the time and she, she would like sneak in intermittent fasting and how much energy she had and oh, she was never hungry and she's just saying all this stuff. And she knows I talk about her like this, so I'm not being mean. Um, and then she came and did a porch visit. So we still aren't allowed to see each other, but my mom lives close and she decided we were going to do this little porch visit. And she walked in and I was like, oh, what? in the actual huh, she was down 30 pounds which of course is amazing in itself but it was the way she looked like her skin glowed she was so like she was energetic she was talking differently she looked amazing and that's when i was like all right well the truth doesn't lie like i need to dig into this However, of course, my whole family knew that I had tried intermittent fasting before, and I knew my husband would be like, do not do this. Like, oh, please do not do this. So I secretly became an intermittent faster, like behind closed doors. So basically I started super, super, super slow, meaning I did it one day out of the week and then I progressed to two days and then I just researched and researched and did courses and read books and listened to podcasts and I started learning about the reasons why it's so good for you way beyond just weight loss and then I was hooked I didn't really talk about it publicly, like none of my team knew, none of my friends knew. I started having to tell my husband, obviously, and my mom, but I really kept it under wraps until I could see the shifts in myself. And then I started and knew I wanted to bring it to more people. Clearly, you guys know I'm in the health and fitness industry. So is Justine, who is also my, my co-partner with this Fit and Fast Life community that we've created together. And when I started fasting and started kind of talking about it with my friends, 
she actually started as well. So we've kind of done this together, researched together, and now we want to bring it to more women. So that's really a dream that I've had is to do a masterclass like this to give you guys the basic steps and then see if it feels aligned for you to join us in our community. So I want to start by saying, first of all, we are not professionals. I know it's hard to believe, but we are not doctors. We are not nurse practitioners. We are just two girls that are health and wellness coaches. We, we have a lot of experience helping women, supporting them through their health and health and wellness goals. And we have now a lot of experience with intermittent fasting. We've both taken courses and we've both really immersed ourselves in this culture by reading books, doing research, listening to podcasts, and of course, just with our own personal experiences. But we want you to know that, you know, take this, that everything we're sharing with you tonight is just given to us through research. You know, we are not, we are not doctors. And the other thing I want to start with is who intermittent fasting isn't for. I think it's really important that we all know that Intermittent fasting is not for our children. Our children need to be eating and growing at the rate we've always helped them grow. If you are pregnant or you are breastfeeding, this is not for you. You have to enjoy that amazing time in your life and come to intermittent fasting after you're done. And also I say this really, really gently and with a lot of care because I, I suffered from an eating disorder. If you are in the middle of disordered eating, even if you are just sort of working through it, this is probably not for you. It's something that you will have had to work through and really heal from before I would suggest doing intermittent fasting. So that's just kind of some, a little bit housekeeping before we start. I'm gonna pass it over to Justine so she can introduce herself and then we're gonna get started. Hi hey guys, I'm so excited to be on this masterclass. We've been talking about planning this since last fall. Like we've been sending each other notes and I'm so glad it's finally here. I'm Justine Clark, the co-founder of the Fit and Fast Life community for fasting. And I actually started fasting six or seven years ago when Michelle did. And she didn't have the best success with it, but I did. And I leaned my body out. And then I became pregnant. So I stopped, which is why we say some people this is not good for. If you, like Michelle said, are pregnant, breastfeeding, disordered eating, or if you are a child, definitely not should be doing this. Um, I'm going to go over a little bit of what we're going to cover tonight. So we already went over why you shouldn't do this. We're going to go over some tips, a little bit more of our story then and now. Um, we are going to go over some myths and then we're going to show you a little sneak peek into our community and the PDF that we give out to everyone who joins us. Um, yeah, I'll send it back to Michelle. Awesome. Yeah. So tonight's going to be jam packed. I hope you guys have a notepad because really leaving this masterclass, you will be able to start intermittent fasting. <laughs> like, it's actually not that complicated. However, I managed to screw it right up royally when I did it seven years ago. So my story starts with 20 years ago, I was diagnosed with PCOS. So it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. And truth be told, 
when someone tells me I have something, I'm like, okay, all right, thank you very much. What should I do? And they said, lose weight. So I just went ahead and, and tried my first diet. And then I just continued to diet for the next like 30 years. I feel like such an idiot because I didn't dig deeper into the side effects of PCOS. And the side, one of the, the major side effects of PCOS is you are insulin resistant. And being insulin resistant is one reason why most women with PCOS or hormonal imbalances, which happen to us as we head into perimenopause, which if you are 35 and up, you could be there already, our hormones, we have over 50 hormones and they start going kind of a little crazy and we are more susceptible to being resistant to insulin. If I would have researched that more, I would have discovered that my constant snacking all through the day was actually putting me in a worse position for losing weight because our insulin when we become resistant to insulin, what it's doing is it's constantly asking us for more food. Who, raise your hands if you're just feeling like you're constantly hungry. You're constantly hungry. You're craving sugar. You're craving salty stuff. You just can't get a handle on bloating and inflammation. Well, that's all to do with our hormones. And what I didn't know when I was in my 20s and 30s, that's what was happening inside my body. And I was making it worse with my constant eating because that's what we're told, right? We're told on lots of diet plans. And I was... When someone tells me to do something, I follow it to a T. I am the best student in the world. And unfortunately, I was doing the exact opposite of what my body needed. So once I started digging in this year to the real reasons and the real, the, the things that are happening inside your body when you're giving it a rest from food, I discovered that once I gave myself a rest from food, a longer rest than I was. So it, this is what my day used to look like. I would end my night eating a very healthy little bowl of yogurt with a little bit of peanut butter in it at about eight o'clock. So eight o'clock, 8.30. I would get up at five o'clock in the morning and I would mix up my favorite drink of all time, Energize. So I was really not giving my body much time to rest. So my insulin was always spiked. And when your insulin is always spiked, it's never going into your fat stores for energy. It always just, it's just has this energy. And once you wake up your insulin at five o'clock in the morning, your insulin thinks, perfect, I'm on, I'm kicked in, give me more, give me more, give me more. And that's why we're constantly hungry. That's why we're constantly craving more sugar and sweets. I could not believe in the first couple of weeks when I decided to really start fasting the right way. So why it didn't work for me seven years ago is I didn't do it the right way. I was still triggering my insulin with little things in my coffee and little energized drinks. We didn't have energized at that time, but little pre-workouts. I was always sweeteners, gum, mints, I was constantly had something in my mouth. So every single time I put something in my mouth that triggered my insulin, I was never allowing my body to go into its fat stores. So no wonder for my entire life, I literally struggled 
in such a big way, getting those last 10 pounds off, last 20 pounds off. They were just never going to come off because I didn't go into my fat stores. Now, luckily I, you know, since I've started fasting, I've lost those 10 pounds. All the inflammation is gone. All the bloating is gone. But truthfully, more than that for me is I'm not, the cravings are gone the emotional eating or what I called emotional eating, but now I know it was actually just a response in my body. It wasn't my fault. I just didn't know what I was doing to myself with all this gum, mints. I don't know if anyone else, but I like, I literally always had something in my mouth. Always. Justine's laughing because she knows, knows me so well. I carry around mint containers and I was just constantly feeding my insulin. So that was something that as soon as I started researching this more, as I was dabbling in it, was like this eye opener. Another thing that really struck me when I started researching intermittent fasting was, you know, hundreds of years ago, no one was obese. 100 years ago, nobody was obese. And now we have all of these diets, but the obesity is rising. Like it's crazy in our children everywhere. It's rising, it's rising. So then I'm thinking, well, how did they eat 200 years ago? I am positive the cavemen were not eating breakfast at seven, lunch at 12, snack at two, dinner at six. No, they were like hunting for their food. Like they were sometimes only getting one meal a day and they were healthy and lean and strong. And here we are thinking we're doing everything right. That was the first like really simple example that I could have in my head that was like, this is like, this is back historic. This is how people used to eat. We are the ones that have changed it. And the other thing I love is breakfast. Who decided breakfast had to be in the morning? Let's just look at that word, break fast. You just split up that word and it's break fast. And who, who actually decided breakfast was cereal? Kellogg's. Kellogg's. Kellogg's did that as a marketing ploy. You know, when you dig deeper into all of this research, it's so fascinating what we believe to be true and really how it all sort of came about in our history. The other thing that really um, interested me beyond, of course, weight loss, many people come to intermittent fasting because they want to lose weight. I always call it the health plan with a side effect of weight loss because autophagy, now I'm saying that word wrong. I don't even know how to say it. Ato you autophagy. Say it. Autophagy. I say it wrong all the time. But what this is doing after a certain amount of time with resting from food is actually going in and cleaning up your cells. So you're actually doing like a recycle inside your body. It's getting rid of all the waste that happens inside. It's almost like a good detailing on your car, but every single time you fast for longer than 14 to 16 hours, you're actually going through this process. And it has been proven to fight disease, help with cancer prevention. And for me, I lost, actually both Justine and I both lost our dads in the last couple of years to cancer. And that's really important to us. Like it, I think I became way more interested in all the scientific stuff about intermittent fasting, because that was something that really stuck out for me, whatever I can do 
to prevent that from happening to myself or anyone in my family is just so key. So for me, doing this had a lot to do with weight loss for sure. Like, hello, I didn't really want to be stuck in a body that I was unhappy with. I wanted to have more freedom. I feel like intermittent fasting is what I call controlled freedom. So in that time when I'm resting, I just don't even think about food. Like it's just not a thing because it's this time frame. But then when I am eating in my eating window, nothing is off limits. Truthfully, nothing is off limits. I, I, I can eat as much. I can eat what foods I want and I can really kind of correct my, metaboli my metabolism and I can get to a weight that I'm happy with and comfortable with and it isn't hard to stay there. So I'm going to pass it over to Justine. That's enough, enough from me. And she's going to share a little bit of her story, which is totally different. We're obviously she's much younger than me. So she has a totally different story, which is, which is awesome to share. So yeah, um, six years ago is when I first did intermittent fasting and I'm up very early. I'm up at 4.15 in the morning and the afternoons was always when I wanted to like dive into the cupboards when I got home. And so I was like, well, this is what I thought intermittent fasting was for me back then. I didn't do any research. I just was like, okay, I won't start eating until 1130 in the morning and I'll stop at 730. So then I can just eat that entire time, that eight hours window. I can just eat the entire time. And it did work for me because then I wasn't diving into the cupboards of cookies and crackers or whatever was there for me. I was making sure the meals that I planned out were healthy and I did really lean out and I didn't know why that was happening until this time around when I actually did the research. And when you fast, when you're in that fasted state, you have a hormone called the human growth hormone and it increases during your fast. And men actually have this hormone much easily than women. And when they, if you're doing a challenge with your husband, like a workout or weight loss challenge, you'll see that they lose weight or gain muscle way easier than us. It's because they have this hormone. So in the fasted state, we can increase our hormone, which is why we lean out when in that fasted state. So that's why I was leaning out six or seven years ago, because I was increasing this hormone while I was fasting. And the funny thing is, I also have PCOS. I didn't find that out until I had fertility issues and had a test done. And because I didn't really have any symptoms of it. I didn't have like extreme weight gain or other symptoms. It wasn't until I was in a test and they're like, Oh, look at your ovaries. You have the ribbon of pearls on your ovaries. And I'm like, what? So during that time I was doing intermittent fasting. So I have no idea if, and I did eventually get, end up getting pregnant naturally. So I don't know if because the fasting and lowering my insulin levels and helping my hormones regulate, I don't know. I'm not saying that that will cause you to get pregnant, but I think it may have had something to do with it because I was fasting and lowering those insulin levels. Um, and so then this time around when I started fasting, it's because I had gained about 15 pounds over the past couple of years. And I just thought, okay, I'm in my thirties. This is just what's going to happen. I've just gained a few pounds every couple months and it's not coming off. And then when Michelle was 
doing fasting again, I'm like, you know what, maybe, maybe I should do this again. So I'd kind of forgot about it after I was pregnant and had my daughter. And this time around, I did the research. I learned so much more about human growth hormone and why, um, why that helps you lean out. And within, I think it was within like 30 to 40 days, I lost 10 to 12 pounds. My body was that inflamed. Like when I look back at pictures from the summer, like just even my face, it was that different. Like it's crazy. I don't know what I was doing to my body, obviously eating too much junk and then getting into that fasted state now has helped so much. And I haven't found it hard at all. Um, Michelle said that she started with like the two days, just kind of like secretly. I dove right in. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like I'd already made out my meals for the day. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm just like, I'm not going to start eating till 1130 today. And I haven't stopped since. Like it just works into my schedule. I did it through Christmas. I did it through holidays. If you want to have a drink or a bowl of Cheerios later in the evening, you can just start your fast later. It's not something Michelle and I don't have the same eating windows. We're completely different. Like you don't have to do what I do. I don't have to do what you do. You figure out what works with your lifestyle. And that's what I have um, been able to do with my fasting journey. It's been able to be good for me. And I have felt good. I don't feel hungry. I actually did a 41 hour fast. This call is not about doing an extended fast. However, I did do one and I was not hungry at all. Like a lot of it is your mind. We're just like programmed to think, okay, I need to eat breakfast. I need to eat lunch. I need to eat dinner. And then I'm going to have some snacks in the middle for 41 hours. I just had water and I wasn't hungry at all. Like it's pretty crazy what our bodies can survive on. And that whole time during that fast, I was just like, I want all the autophagy that I can get. I'm like, please just eat up all these bad cells in my body and take them away and bring me new ones. Like, that's just what I thought about the whole entire time. And if I am feeling hungry in the mornings, that's also what I'm thinking about. I'm like, okay, if my stomach's growling, it's going to go away. I'm going to drink some water. And my body is just like, rejuvenating itself when I do feel those hunger pains. So I just like tell myself these things. And it's just the same with anything. You can tell your mind anything and make that switch over. Um, So what we're going to go over next is some myths. And one thing I've talked to people about is, well, do you have to go an entire day without food? No, you don't. You can do an entire, uh, like a a complete fast like I did, but this is not what we're here to talk to you about. We're here to talk to you about intermittent fasting, which is you have a fasting window where you don't eat food and then you have an eating window throughout your day. So don't worry, you are eating, but you're just going to have a period of time where you are not eating. So don't worry, we're not telling you to go a full day without food. Yeah, I have no, like absolutely zero desire to do anything like that, like zero desire. At this point in time, I actually just met a lady who was fasting for a week. Like I have no clue why you would ever do that. But anyways, to each their own. And I was like, so proud of Justine and Justine's like, she just started and had this amazing luck so fast. 
And I was actually so jealous because the truth is I started fasting long before her this year. And honestly, I lost about three pounds. However, here's what I want to tell you in this like six month period when I started intermittent fasting and only lost three pounds, I ate things that I have not allowed myself to eat in years. So my weight has been such a struggle that honestly, you guys, if I had even a cookie, I I gained five pounds. Like I could not let myself stray. I had to be so on all the time. And that was part of my emotional eating. I would get into that binge restrict, binge restrict. I would like go a whole weekend and just like go crazy. And then I would have 10 pounds on me. And then it would take like a whole six, seven, eight week scenario to get it off of eating broccoli and chicken. And that's been my life. Like, so when I started fasting and I was like, oh yeah, I can have a donut with you on Wednesday and not gain any weight. Like I felt like I had a whole new life had a whole new world had opened up for me. So I want to go over the myth that you can lose weight without eating properly with intermittent fasting. I think a lot of people come into this and they think, okay, well, if I'm not eating for a certain period of time, a longer period of time, I can just eat whatever I want when I am eating and I'm still going to lose weight. I'm here as your living proof that no, I think you can maintain weight easily that way. But if you want to lose weight, you do need to buckle up your nutrition. I am huge on figuring out what your weight loss accelerating foods are. That's something we teach you in our community because it's, you can, everybody can lose weight and intermittent fasting helps it happen a lot faster. But I can tell you in January, I decided, okay, I've had a lot of fun with this. I lost like three pounds. I'm not bloated. I'm not inflamed. My skin's clear, like feeling really, really good. But the number on the scale still was like eight pounds. I'd be really happy if I could get like eight pounds off. I would just be loving my life. So I decided I'm going to dig in to what I know works for my body. Lots of water, eating my weight loss accelerating foods and just really like be consistent. I did dry January. It just kind of happened. I wasn't planning on it, but I haven't had wine since New Year's Eve and I've lost 10 pounds. So with intermittent fasting and really choosing your foods properly and drinking lots of water and doing all that good stuff, you really can get to your weight loss goals quicker than you would have doing something else. So do I think you can lose weight just because you're intermittent fasting? 100% no, you may be able to maintain. Now, I will say I do have some people that maybe have, they haven't been eating healthy. It's really, this is their first time even thinking about losing weight. They just start fasting and they will have kind of a surge of weight loss. But most of the time, it really is about, you know, cleaning up your nutrition, Um, but not worried. What I love about it is I'm not worried about like portions. I'm not measuring. I'm not like calorie counting. I'm not counting macros. Like I will never do any of that kind of stuff again, but making the right choices is a whole different story.
Jesse. Uh, another myth is that fasting makes you move less and like not have enough energy. And that's totally wrong. Like you are going to feel energized. You're going to sleep better. You are going to have this like brain fog, just like lifted. So you don't have to work out for an hour. So I guess you can work out less because when you're in that fasted state, you are increasing that human growth hormone. So you're just naturally building muscle. So we're moving every day, or most of us should be moving every day, no matter what kind of work you do. So you're moving and using your muscles, regardless of what you're doing, whether you're working out, you're walking, you're chasing your kids. You don't have to be working out for hours and hours a day at the gym. You can just do 30 minutes in your basement, chase your kids, you are going to build those muscles from that increased human growth hormone. So you're not going to move less because you don't have any energy. You're actually going to have a lot of energy. Yeah. I'll just like piggyback on that. Everyone. That's what they say. So I work out at five o'clock in the morning. I do not eat. I do not have energized. Like I have a glass of water. I have so much more energy. If I reverse back to a year ago to now, I literally feel like the energized bunny, energizer bunny, whatever that thing is called. I am not kidding. The first thing I noticed, two things I noticed when I started fasting within the first couple of weeks, my bloating went down considerably. And I mean, I was feeling, I've never been pregnant. Like my daughter's adopted, but I was feeling like this is obvious. This must be what it feels like because that is how I felt most of the time. And that went away quickly. But the other thing was this brain fog. Like I remember calling my aunt Carol and I was like, I just feel like some sort of mask has been lifted off of me. Like I just feel clear. In fact, now I schedule all of my meetings, anything that like any kind of talking that I have to do, that kind of thing. I do it when I'm fasting because I have way more energy. I have a way clearer head. It's, it's incredible. It's hard to describe. Like this is almost something that you just have to feel it yourself to get this excited about it, I guess. Okay, so the next myth that I am going to talk to you about is intermittent fasting leads to nutrient deficiencies, which I can totally understand people thinking because I thought that as well. When you're when all of a sudden you only have a shorter window of time, um, like, how are you going to get all your nutrients in? So the truth is, we have a lot of storage. I'm going to tell you a little story about when my dad my dad was in ICU for a hundred days when he was really sick. And at one point in time, he had to have this test done and he couldn't have any food, anything. I don't think he could have anything for like two or three days. And he was going crazy. Now he was on Oxycontin, so that could have been part of it, but he was going crazy over not having something to drink. And I remember going to the nurse and saying like, you have got to get him something like he is going to like crawl out of this hospital. He's driving me insane. And she's like, Michelle, he could probably go five days and he is going to be just fine. We have so much storage inside of us. We do not need anything. So I was remembering that story as I was starting to think like, ah, 
am I, am I going to get enough fuel? Like, am I going to get enough nutrients that I'm going to fulfill what I need every single day? So I remember that, but I also want to go back to, we have to eat properly. If you're just going to eat Cheetos and McDonald's, well, that's a problem whether you're fasting or not. And for us, obviously, you guys know, this is no secret. We, we are believers of Shakeology and that's what I am huge on having all of my clients have at least once a day. Because I believe for us to get all the nutrients in that we need in the day, if, if I did that in my fasting, my eating window, I would need to be eating broccoli the entire time. Like to get as much as that shake is giving me, I would have to eat a lot of vegetables all the time. So for me, that's just sort of a comfort. I know that I'm getting the probiotics, the prebiotics, the adaptogens, all the things I need in my day. I have it quickly. That's usually how I break my fast. It's a really awesome way to sort of open up your eating window because it's gentle, but whatever. You don't have to worry about not getting the nutrients as long as you are careful about your choices, that you're not every single day just you know, noshing away on junk food and you're having, and I'm sure there isn't anyone that is going to be on this call or listening to this call that isn't, you know, mindful of their eating choices. So we, the truth is we have tons of storage of nutrients. And as long as you're eating well with, with freedom and with your, your special treats, you will be just fine. Was that all our, was that all our myths? Okay. All right. So this is awesome. So now we are going to give you the three steps that will help you get started on your fasting journey. If this is something that you think sounds interesting, if you want to try it. So number one, was that me or you? Go for it. Can't even, no, no, no. You do number one timing. You do that. <laughs> number one, get out your pens, start slow, pick your eating window. So there's 24 hours in a day. And you're going to pick a window of fasting and eating. I do 16-8. Like to push it to 17-7 because I really want that autophagy, which I've talked about before. Michelle's window is totally different than mine. And when we start people out, we will see, like, ask them, okay, when are you actually done eating in the evening? And when are you starting? Like, some people could be eating at midnight and then eating again right at 6 in the morning. Like, they're fasting window like everyone naturally fasts you fast when you sleep most of your fast is going to be when you're sleeping but if you're eating like super late at night and early in the morning probably jumping to a window like mine might not like it might be a big shock to your system so we're going to help you pick your eating window based on what your lifestyle already is you can just start a few days a week like Michelle did or if you just are keener like me you're going to start and love it and not stop. Um, something that I really noticed when I started was where I was mindlessly eating. So when I was make, I always, because I'm up so early, I make my lunches on the weekends and my son's the night before. So I was just like, oh, I'm going to make him uh, um, meat and cheese and crackers. Oh, I'm just going to have one of those at seven at night. Did I really need that? Probably not. Again, in the mornings on the weekends, I was making my kids pancakes. Oh, I'll just have some boxed pancake mix. Like, is that really doing anything for me? No. So 
when I was fasting, it was just like, I'm not going to have this. It wasn't, it wasn't even hard. It was just like, I'm not eating now. So I'm not going to have these. So again, you're going to start slow. You're going to just be aware of how you're feeling when you're doing the fast and when you are eating and seeing where you were eating things that you really didn't need. Like you might notice you just go naturally to the fridge, like you're bored and you just go to the fridge. You don't need to do that because once you're fasting, you, you're not doing that. You're drinking water and that's it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. This has been the, the first time in my life that I have ever said to myself, I'm actually hungry. Like now I know what hungry feels like. There's just been so many times that I have just mindlessly ate because, well, I was bored or I don't know, I was excited. <laughs> like I swear any emotion would make me eat in the past. Uh, anyone has, even my husband, he usually brings that bowl of yogurt to bed. So in the past, I would have normally already had mine brushed my friggin' teeth, been like basically lying down to go to sleep. And I would have normally had a bite of his. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why would I do that? But because I have this window of time now, and this is where the control from the controlled freedom comes in. It's just this mindset shift. Um, tonight I was getting some stuff out for Delaney when like her lunch hours at like 1115 is so early. So I was making her lunch and I was like, before I totally would have grabbed, I hundred percent would have grabbed this and this and like, Oh, no big deal. But because I don't want it, I hundred percent do not want a snack. I am huge on the insulin. Now I now understand that every single time I snack, my insulin is shooting up. So it's something to be aware of, even in your eating window. It's really important to me that when in my eating window, I have a huge, like when I break my fast, like if you guys watch my stories, you see the food I eat. Like I am so, I just feel so satisfied after my lunch because I am so full and I've had food that I absolutely love. And then honestly, supper time comes, I'm like, wow, like I'm really not actually that hungry. So I'll have a very lean kind of supper, veggies and protein. And I am, I don't even think about food anymore. I have never in my life said I'm full until I started fasting. And, that, and I'm not exaggerating, you guys, like I've never felt full until now. And I think it's because I've now corrected all of these things inside of my body. But back to the timing and picking your window. Know that this is flexible, like there are literally no rules. If you just want to push off your breakfast an hour, do that. Start that way. Just push it off an hour and maybe stop eating an hour earlier. Like just take an hour from here and an hour from there. You're now giving your body two more hours to rest and to settle and to start repairing itself. If you can imagine your body, no, when it doesn't have to work so hard at digesting all this food that we're giving it, it gets to work on other parts. And that's what I always think of it, just to keep it as simple as possible. If you just give it a break from all this food, then it'll start working everywhere else. And even if that means you only want to do it a couple days a week, I have friends that I've met throughout the past year that only fast a couple days a week. Like that's it. They eat 
like they always have, but then a couple, Tuesdays and Thursdays, they do fasting. That's still really doing a lot for your body. So that's the first tip. Just pick your window. There's no rules. Maybe you're going to rest for 14 hours and eat for 10, 16, 8. I generally do 19, 5. My Aunt Carol, for example, she only eats one meal a day. That's not really something I want to do. I really like two meals a day, but it's like whatever works for you. Um, and there's so many different. Hi there. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Do you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. Um, she has one meal a day, but there's tons of different scenarios and we go over every single one. Do not tickle me, please. Uh, we go over every single one in our PDF. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tip number two, and this is the biggie, you guys. This is what I did absolutely a million percentile wrong seven years ago. A clean fast. We need to have a clean fast. It helps our bodies repair. This, When you're doing a clean fast, you are letting your insulin levels stay low. And if you heard me before, what happens when our insulin levels are low they get to start tapping into our body fat storage for energy. So instead of using insulin for energy and then constantly as that, that sort of think of it as like a tub of energy full of insulin that we keep topping up every single time we eat. If we let that just go empty, it'll start getting energy from our fat storage. That's literally what's happening. However, if you break that clean fast, your insulin will be spiked again, and it will only use this stuff over here for energy. Um, and a clean fast allows you to get into that autophagy. So that's when you're doing that recycling inside your body. Anything with protein in it is going to stop autophagy from happening. So we want to make sure that while we're fasting, we're not having anything with protein in it. It's, it's really, it's, it's a sacred, it's almost like this sacred time. And that's why I know Justine has this in her notepad on her phone. Like every time she feels that grumbling in her stomach, she kind of stops and asks herself now, like, am I actually hungry or could I just have some water? And, and truthfully, it's given me this, I don't know, this ability to stop and ask myself because it's in this window of time that I've created for myself, it's maybe two hours before I've decided I want to eat and my stomach will be like, Urk. and I'll be like, yeah, but am I really hungry or do I just actually need some water? Where before I would never have slowed down enough to ask myself the question. I would have just went and got food. And now because I know all this behind the scenes stuff is happening and helping me on a really bigger level, I stop and ask myself the question. So that's tip number two. You really want to do that clean fast. Step number three, get a community like support is key. I have spent a lot of money with like business coaches, parenting coaches. I see the value in having someone that's going to help you take the steps to get where you want to be, like ask you those tough questions, give you the documents that you need that you could spend as much money as I did in all these books that I've done this research for, or all the courses and podcasts that we've listened to. But 
or you can just take our information that we've compiled all the important things into some place where you can just look easily and have it at your fingertips instead of being like, okay, well, I'll listen to this whole book for eight hours. Am I going to get anything out of it? We put it all into one place for you. And then we give you a community where you can have the support where like I went in, I think last week because I was feeling really bloated. And one thing we talk about in there is finding your accelerating foods like Michelle touched on. And I have found my decelerating foods like kale is so good for you, but I ate it every day for lunch for like two years and my body does not like it. So I went back this week again and got some kale mix and I'm bloated. Like I feel like Michelle felt and I'm like, okay, clearly kale isn't working for me. So I can go into our group and be like, okay, I'm feeling bloated. And then someone else is like, oh my gosh, I was feeling like that too. And we can figure out together what might be causing it, help each other. Michelle's accelerating food is avocado. She didn't always like it, but she knows that it helps her. So it's just figuring out those things together. In our community, we go over healthy options to eat. So if you haven't ever eaten healthy or don't know where to start, we have meal plans, we have recipes, we go over like we didn't really get into too much of like the sciencey stuff because it does take some time to learn about it, but we are, we do go over that in our community as well so that you can learn. We do that. We have like a start date every, every first of the month. So we help you for the first couple of weeks and then we kind of dive into the more sciencey thing so that you're getting used to it. And you're like, okay, I, I, maybe I am feeling this autophagy. What does that even mean? Like you guys keep talking about it. So we explain that to you more. It's just a place to be with other people that are doing it too, because your husband might look at you and be like, why aren't you eating right now? But you can come back to our group and be like, okay, they get it. They know they have no brain fog. They have the energy, they understand it. And you can be with people that are doing it with you. Yeah. I, I love that I had a really failed experience with this, <laughs> that I had a really successful experience because inside the community, or I mean, even if you have like a group of friends that you want to do it with, it's just finding other people that are like-minded because like anything in life, once you do something a little bit different, people are like, what the heck, you know, this is crazy. Like, why would you do this? You're starving yourself. So being around people that are doing it and get it and, and love you and support you and can help you through it makes all the difference. And I know that, you know, seven years ago, if I would have had people that knew what the heck they were doing, they would have been able to pinpoint what I was doing wrong. And instead of me feeling like, oh, here I go again, I failed at something else. This doesn't work. I would have had someone to troubleshoot with me. So that's what happens inside of any community, right? When you have support and you can actually go in and, and feel supported and accountable and motivated. I mean, we have had lots of women join us that have been fasting for a long time. They actually know what they're doing, but they want 
other people around them. They want to learn about their, their fat loss accelerating foods. They want that accountability and just people to talk to that, that know what they're doing and want to share the experience with. So whether it's our community or you find your own community and do the research, that's the one thing we, we've put together a really hefty PDF that takes you through every single step. So basically we've taken all the stuff that we've read in the last year and listened to in the courses and we've compiled it to bring you this really simple guide, this beginner's blueprint. So I'm actually going to give you just a little sneak peek of what, what you get when you join, when you join with us, if I can find it here, guys, can you see that Justine? So this is the, the beginner's blueprint. So this is what you get when you first start with us. And this really takes you through every single step that you need. I'm just gonna go through here really quick. Every single thing that you need to know, plus a lot of the sciencey stuff that you, you will be interested in. Um, how to clean fast, the different, the different timelines, some misconceptions. We've got tons of fun, you know, how to find your weight loss accelerating foods, what to expect when you do start fasting. So all of this is in your, um, your beginner's blueprint, which you get. And then we also wanted to just give you a little sneak peek of our community. So this is our fat, fat. <laughs> I wrote that in a post the other day. This is our fit and fast beginners bootcamp. This is our private group where everybody hangs out and keeps each other accountable. So as you can see tomorrow, I'm going to do another live video training on how to find your fat loss accelerating foods, but we just really keep each other going. We're always in here doing live videos, giving little different tidbits and as you can see this is like an active little little place lots of different people helping each other it's not just justine and i sharing recipes meal plans all the good stuff to keep you guys going oh we even had some flyers oh that's justine justine is our meal planning queen so she helps us meal plan and prep and all the stuff so this is our community. This is where you will land once you join us with all the other women. And it's a pretty cool place. It's a pretty awesome place. So we are starting again on Monday. So every single sort of second, second Monday of every month, we start a day one. But that doesn't mean you ever leave the community. You have lifetime access. So we're just constantly growing that group of women who are supporting each other. Okay, you guys, I'm going to stop that masterclass right now. If you are still here, that means that you you are interested in this. Your interest has been piqued. I hope this gave a little bit more insight into intermittent fasting and what actually is going on inside your body when you're doing this. Also, I hope you saw the importance of knowing what foods your body actually loves. So there's the foods that we love to eat, but what about the foods that our body loves? I hope you got a little glimpse into to how we can really help you reach your goals, whether it's your weight loss goals or just general health goals. So if you want to know more about our community, if you want to hear about our enrollment packages, you know, there's something for everyone, as we said, in the masterclass. We are kicking off 
a group at the beginning of every month, but we have people trickling in all the time. There's really no start date. There's no day one to making these kind of awesome, sustainable changes to your lifestyle. So don't think that you have to start on a certain day. Reach out to either Justine, Justine Clark, or myself, Michelle File, on social media. I'm going to link up our Instagram handles and our email addresses in the show notes so you can reach out to us. Thank you so much and we will see you next Tuesday.